All right, it's the real deal. And I'm your host, Sarah Riley, joined virtually in studio with my hot woman, Carly Edwards. Woohoo! And the amazing producer, Benny Mathers. Howdy, ladies. Today, we also have a special, special, special guest, Adri Robbins, and she's the owner of Adri Robbins Digital Marketing Services and my personal marketing strategist. She is amazing, and we're going to share all kinds of tips and tricks that we're doing um, with Adri's help in the space of social marketing. So stay tuned to hear more. All right, this is The Real Deal. I'm Sarah Riley. I'm a wife a mom of three girls, and a successful businesswoman. And I've been keeping it real since 1982. I'm not a self-made millionaire. Well, not yet anyways. I'm not famous, just a regular girl with big goals and a lot of drive. I'm extremely competitive, but mostly with myself. Okay, and my husband. Everybody, <laughs> I'm competitive with everybody, but I don't have to be the best, just the best version of me. This is the show where we keep it real on business, real estate, parenting, health, marriage, all the things. Nothing is taboo. This is real talk, real life, the real deal. All right, you guys, uh, today we're talking social marketing and we have so many tips on you can apply to any business, um, but especially what we're doing kind of uniquely in our space, which is the lending world. And I got introduced, Adri Robbins. So I'm going to give from all your deets. Hold on, Adri, okay? Uh, Adri is the owner of Adri Robbins Digital Marketing Services. She has over 14 years of experience in online marketing, social media for businesses, branding, and website development. Over the years, she has built and executed digital marketing and social media strategies for brands across multiple industries, uh, including real estate development, fashion, retail, restaurant, hotel, events, mortgage, and small business. A lot of things. Welcome, Adri. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Oh my We're God. So happy you're here. So, so happy. We've been wanting to do this for a long time. And I think, you know, now more than ever, it's so important to be talking about this topic. Um, I agree. And it's really unique because in lending, so, you know, you've done amazing things for all kinds of, you know, businesses that you would assume would be in this space on social marketing, right? Like real estate, fashion, uh, you know, food, restaurants, hotels, but like for, as far as lending goes, a loan officer, it's not really that common to kind of do what we're doing. There's not a lot of people that are, um, you know, marketing the way that we are on social. And it's a decision that, I made, um, I don't know, how long have we been working together? Like a year, a little over a year? A, year a couple years. Wow. Yeah, almost two, two years now. Two. Yeah. All right, two years. It's just been a dream. I can't even keep track of it. Feels like it was yesterday. Um, yeah. For two years, you know, we kind of made a decision that we were going to do something a little different rather yeah. than constantly selling and promoting and saying, hey, get a loan. Uh, we were going to try and create a brand right? And have more mm -hmm. of a lifestyle brand in the lending space, which I don't know. We've done a lot of research, AJ, right? There's not a lot of people doing that. There's not a lot of people doing it the way that we're, we're approaching it. And we really are, we're pulling from some different successful methods and we are applying it in the lending space. 
It's super cool. And, you know, the thing about social marketing, and we're going to get into all, you know, really tangible tips that people can apply to any business, right? Um, In this episode, it's going to be fantastic. Social marketing, though, is like a slow burn. You're not going to see immediate when you're trying to create a brand and um, create awareness around something like we are. It has taken really two years, but it's really started to come to fruition. Yeah. Um, it's not like an immediate, oh, hey, I got a bunch of loans because we're not purchasing. Um, we're not purchasing our followers or purchasing um, advertisement, really. We're more just um, bringing awareness around what we're doing. Me personally, as a person, um, you know, as a lender, as a mom, as all the things, basically like the real deal, but on social. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we're going to get into it. And, and I think we should just kind of start off with branding. What do you think, Adri? Cause that's kind of where we, yeah, start. absolutely. I think that's the best place to start. And so, you know, I was just doing a little research about being a brand boss. Cause I just like the word boss. Oh, yes. Brand <laughs> boss. You got to be a brand boss and it's, really creating like successful content, um, that has a system and a process to it, but right. I mean, and we, you and I sat down and kind of decided what we're going to do. So kind of share with the importance of branding and how to really create a theme around you and your business. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that the, you know, a really simple place to start that is manageable because branding can be overwhelming. Um, is to really start with, even if it's just selecting a color scheme, it's something simple that you can keep um, consistent across your platforms um, so that everything ties together. When somebody sees a post from you, they're seeing this, this color scheme. When they go visit your website, they're seeing the same thing. It is every touch point is just solidifying in their mind and um, your brand and, and you so that they're creating this connection and, um, and feeling when they are seeing everything. So it can be that simple as starting with a color scheme. If you have a logo, you know, making sure that your logo is on all of your things when appropriate. Um, and just being consistent with all of those elements so that when people are seeing your, your things show up in their newsfeed or go across their stories or whatever the case is on marketing, show up in their email box, hopefully, um, they are connecting that to, back to you and you are staying front of mind. That's the ultimate goal with everything that we do is keeping the Sarah Riley and the Riley home team brand front of mind with your followers, your client, past, current clients, everything. And that's exactly where we started. It's, it's so fun. It's like fun to kind of think back as to where we actually did start with this. Yeah. And I mean, really, we really started with the logo is the first thing. And it is daunting trying to figure out like exactly what you want your image to be and you can overthink it you could really overthink it and same with the color scheme which I feel like it's great picking a color scheme that you can have other colors come into because ours has definitely evolved we Mm -hmm. started kind of with a color or two that we were going for and then we have expanded on that color so it's all sort of flows right but 
it can expand. It doesn't have to be perfect right off the get-go. And so is our logo. You know, yeah. you a logo with options, multiple options or, you know, versions of that logo. We've used um, different it in different aspects, right? And then I think the first thing is the website, which is what you created for us, um, Adri, right? And that's probably yeah. the place to start, don't you think? Yeah, I think starting with a website, whether it be something that is, you know, provided by your parent company or something that you create on your own um, or have created for you, I should say, it, it is important to do as much branding as possible in that space to connect. Um, and if you are just starting out or if you are early and you don't have the resources to have something built for yourself, you know, definitely use, use what's provided to you. But when you are going out and doing your social, make sure that, that you're looking at what, where you're sending people to and using that as a connecting piece. So Fairway, for example, if you are using, um, you know, a Fairway provided website, that's awesome the colors for fairway are you know light green and a dark green um in their provided website so make sure that you're pulling those colors and you're using those as your brand colors then so that when you are tying back and when you're sending people to your website they have that connection um you don't have to you don't have to come up with something on your own you can use your company's your company's branding um as as yours if if that's is daunting because it is. Um, the other, you know, kind of little quick tip that that Sarah and I use is, you know, we go and search on Pinterest for color schemes. Yeah, they're all over. Pick Love something Pinterest. you like. You can Love find Pinterest. anything on Pinterest. You sure can. <laughs> and I, I don't want to like spend too much time on the website because we're definitely going to get into social. Mm -hmm. But I do. Yeah. I think it's important that, that you talked about it because when people go and find you on social then they research at your credibility by finding your website. Yeah. And if you have like this great social page, but then your website doesn't really back that up, you lost them. And so it's important that you have that cohesiveness. Um, and also I just think making sure you don't feel like it has to be perfect because it's always evolving. Our page is always evolving. Anyone, any person that you love that you're like, wow, I love their social scroll way back. Go way back right. <laughs> it has evolved over time and improved and improved. You just, you got to start somewhere. Um, That's one of the beauties of digital is everything, yeah. nothing is permanent. Everything can be adjusted and tweaked, which is one of the things I, I love about digital in general is if you make a little mistake, you can edit it. You can do all of these things. You can evolve it. Yeah. So yes, Agreed. just start. You can't, you can't start, you can't get going. You can't get your momentum until you just start. Absolutely. And then the, I think this is the thing that I've struggled with the most. Um, so we, I think it's really good. We talk about it is the consistency. When you decide you're going to show up in the social space, um, how being consistent can really impact your followership. Right, Adrian. Yes, one hundred percent. I think consistency is really is key, and I'm not talking about consistency on a daily basis. If consistent for you looks like every Tuesday you 
make a post and you come on and you do a little video and that is what you can commit to and that is what you do, fantastic. Make sure you're doing it. Um, if that looks like daily, even better. The, I mean, the more, the better. And there is a balance. There is a balance of too much. You have to really see how your followership reacts and, and what happens. We found that out. Uh-huh. We, we were over committing ourselves. We were, we were showing up, but it was more than the followers on Instagram were really wanting from you. So we were able to dial that back. We found the sweet spot and it became way less intense and, and way less overwhelming for you to actually uh-huh. be successful in it. People wanted less of me. What the heck? Oh my god. How dare they? Can't believe that. Gosh. No, it's so true. You know, you look at people posting and there is such a thing as overposting, right? Because you just talked about it. When you're watching your engagement, you're trying to see how many people are engaging to your post. Um, and you're posting too much that they're not even seeing all the things. And so a lot of really great um you know, people that have tons of followership in all different spaces, you know, coaching spaces, lifestyle brand, whatever. They're not necessarily posting in their feed every single day. They have a schedule, um, which we should talk about that because unless you have to be consistent, you got to plan, you got to plan, you have to have a schedule. And Adri, you create that for me, the um, editorial schedule. So we, yep. we have, then. yeah, we have that editorial calendar that we look at on a, we look at it on a weekly basis mm-hmm. so that we make sure that we are staying as relevant as possible, but yes. we are not spinning our wheels on a daily basis. Um, we are, we're planning for the week. We're looking at our content, our focus as is always quality over quantity. It's not about how much, but we are really focused on adding value to people. If it doesn't add value, we're not wasting our time pushing it out there. Um, Mm -hmm. And having a balance of of what that looks like for you is really key. Do you want to talk about what your your balance is for your brand? Because it really does apply. It's very specific to you. Yeah, I think this is great. And we're sort of diving into the next thing anyways, which is content and themes, right? And I think this is like the biggest and most important part of social because it took a while to figure it out. But, and we keep going back to like, you have to have those constant conversations of what am I doing? Why am I doing it? What do, what am I trying to, what's the objective, right? Who am I serving? Because uh, that's, you're, if you're just putting crap out there, (laughs) that's how it's going to be received. And when I mean crap, I don't mean like crappy posts. I just mean, you're just putting everything out there. Just assuming everybody wants to know all the stuff, (laughs) but they probably don't. So we're really intentional about what we post. And for me, it's important that we have business in there. So people see me as a professional, um, in my space, which is lending. Also I coach. And so that people see me as a resource um, for other lenders for coaching because I don't know where in my life it's going to take me. And, you know, one day maybe I'm speaking and coaching and, um, but I want that door open. And so I leave it open. So we're adding value, we're adding tips in both kind of the coaching um, and lending space. 
But more than that, because I feel like for everyone, like professional um, posts, there should be three personal. And so a lot of my tips or things I'm talking about are personal things that I'm struggling with or I'm dealing with or I've had success in as a person that we're posting and keeping authentic. And then as well as like my family, because that's why I do this. And this podcast, which is really authentic and real. So the focus should be on authenticity, not on followers. If you're trying to just get a bunch of followers, you're, they're not going to keep them and you're going to have no engagement. But if you're focused on being authentic and providing value to people and things that they want to see, then you're going to grow a platform of serving um, the platform. Like your platform will grow as you're serving that platform that you already have. And our stats aren't like amazing or anything. But I mean, when we started two years ago, I think I had maybe, I don't even know how many followers I had on Instagram. A few hundred? Yeah, maybe. 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 A few hundred. Yeah. A few hundred. And I have like 3,500 now today. And those are all authentic followers, right? They just followed me. Um, And then on Facebook, I think I had under 1,000 friends and I'm approaching 4,000 now. And so, and those are all people, we're not buying those. That's just from showing up and being authentic because you can go to people's pages where they have a ton of posts, like a ton of posts but their followership is really low. So maybe, you know, that's when you realize maybe you're not posting things. Even, yeah, I mean, I I also, when when we're looking at, you know, at different reference points and everything, there's a a lot of people in the space who have plenty more followers, but they don't have the engagement. And that's really where, where we focus. And that's what's really ultimately important is, is having people who follow you who actually are engaging. It is much more valuable for you to talk to a hundred people who are all engaged and care than it is to talk to a hundred thousand people who could give, you know, two rips what you're saying. Yeah. And, and that's no- really, I think it's really hard to wrap your mind around it because you do kind of get in this space where like you want more followers, right? But we've had mm-hmm. to step back and be like, okay, listen to what Adri is saying. <laughs> Yeah. And, and with that too, I mean, we really, outside of just Instagram, we, we really do take a holistic look at all social, um, whether it's, you know, your Facebook, your Facebook business, your LinkedIn, your Instagram. And we look at it as a whole because we have opportunities within every single platform to talk to a different audience and and reach them how they want to you know be interacted with so we really take that seriously and and put a lot of energy and time into making sure that on each platform we are talking to that audience with what they are looking for and engaging with them on on how they are wanting to be engaged with at that time and to your point too with the the three three posts um to one professional to three um you know adding value and everything like that you know overall with with all of my clients I have you know a general 80 20 rule where we are only talking about ourselves 20 percent of the time I love that I think the question you should be asking yourself when you're posting something is like who is this serving right Mm -hmm. is is it self-serving or are you trying to 
<clears throat> provide value and insight or inspiration or joy or whatever to other people. When we first started doing this, I had a real hard time. I still do, but I'm getting better because every post I'd be like questioning myself, what's the point of posting this? Like, am I a narcissist for saying something good about myself? Like, does anyone really care? Is bringing value? You know, I felt super awkward in, um, in just like putting some of the content out there. So it, it took me a minute, but I think it's good to question yourself and make sure that you're providing information to people that they want to hear, that you know your followers, like you know your audience, and you're posting a balance of professional, um, personal, and insight, like insightful, right, inspiring things as well. And it's a work in progress. Um, but I think part of what we see an error on the business side is that people are constantly using social media as a place to just sell, like yeah, right. always selling, right? Yeah. And you have to be selling with compassion because if your offer doesn't serve your audience, if you're posting something and you don't ask like, how does this, how does what I'm putting out there help somebody else? And you're not projecting it in that way when you put post it, then you just come across as just asking for money. And that is not what we want to do at all. And so you don't actually see that many professional posts um, where I'm promoting lending right? I'll, I'll give advice. I'll offer help. I'll suggest things that people should know about, but I very rarely am like, Hey, if you need a loan, call Sarah, that's, that's not our MO. Right. But you should come on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, also I think this is something that like Adrian and I have, we really talked about, and I think we should touch on stories and posting and stories and the difference between stories and your feed because people get real wrapped up in like posting every moment of their day in their stories constantly like right when it happens right like mm-hmm. if i don't post it it didn't happen <laughs> okay right. right but it's really important you can you can have great stories which i want you to share on but you don't have to do it in the moment you can be present and live your life um take pictures and post things later because we only really share like one percent of the pictures we take at best anyways if you're sharing often and there's no reason you can't pull out an old photo and tell a story about it. That's going to, um, you know, possibly even get more engagement because you took some time to put thought into it. Absolutely. Yeah. I think stories are a really, really great opportunity um, for, you know, for anybody who doesn't know the stories are the, are across the top of your newsfeed and Instagram and they last for 24 hours and then they go away you can pin them to your highlights um, so that they are still accessible. Um, but yeah, this is a really great opportunity to take the, fo- you know, spend the day with your family, post at the end of the day, you know, tell the stories, uh, shoot a video. This is a fantastic way to really go in and talk, not at people, but to people, I- engage, have a conversation, um, be very conversational, be yourself. It's a really fantastic opportunity to, you know, show your personality, ask questions. Um, There's so many fun tools there that you can play with that, um, you know, if, if it doesn't go well, it's gone in 24 hours. What's the worst that could happen? Right. Right. And what, what, so as far as stories, like just touch a little bit on how we've differed, you know, what we use stories for versus like our actual feed and how absolutely 
so for your brand specifically, um, the for you, the look of the feed and the balance of the feed is really important. So a balance of, you know, quotes, word posts, um, and photographs and making sure that they are photographs of you because this is your brand. Those are what we deem feed worthy, if you will. Um, everything, every caption has to have a value add to it. It is not, we're not throwing things up. Now, the stories is really where we let your personality shine, your family, you know, everything like that is, we, we put up in stories and we pin them to highlight so that people can go in and get to know you. But that is where we're really pushing in that, that personal connection to you as the person um, so that we're really giving, giving balance to people. And we're, we're looking at it too, in a couple different ways of how people digest information. Um, we're looking at all of the data as it comes in and, and seeing how people are responding. We're, you know, we're asking questions. Asking questions is a really, really, really easy way simply to get engagement because people naturally want to answer you. Mm -hmm. And we've been really successful with those questions in the feed, right? Yeah. So everything that we post in the feed is branded and intentional. Nothing is just winged and thrown up there. But the yeah. social or the um, the story is a good place to like do totally unscripted, you know, unstaged, no makeup, actually being you and showing up in a real way. Mm -hmm. um, not that your feed isn't real too, but it, it has, it's more thoughtful. It's curated. So, that is a great word. Can you, so I know a lot of business people um, are putting out client testimonials all the time and we used to yeah. put them out a lot more, but we talk a little bit about that because we've sort of found that maybe it's not, there's a space for that. There is, there's a space for that. So I have a couple recommendations that, that you can do. Um, I have seen them put in stories and then pinned to a highlight of testimonials. That's a fantastic idea because then they're not, you know, bogging down your news feed. We use them specifically um, on the Facebook business page and LinkedIn where people are really going to look for you in a professional way. They're going there to either see how you're doing in business or look to you for a reference for business. We really um, strategically, maybe once a month, put them on Instagram or your personal Facebook because these are people who want to get to know you as a person. And they're not necessarily looking for what you know Jane Doe said about doing alone with you. Right. They're building a rapport to trust you on their own. They don't need that reference. So there is a place for that. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, also you should be, you know, entertaining your audience. And so we do put like funny things out there or whatever brings you joy or makes you laugh, share that with people because then they get to know you and know your humor. But if you're Definitely. all business all the time or always teaching, I mean, you should have a little bit of both of all the things. Absolutely. Teaching, and I think be authentic to yourself. It, whatever, whatever your personality is, if you are a, if you're strictly business and that is your personality, you want, when somebody sees your feed and information from you, they should speak to you and see that 
and get the same person, whoever that is. Yes. Yes. Get the same person. Shouldn't be like a totally different human being. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) Right. Which you do see sometimes or you do often. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The other thing, you know, in being a professional and, and posting on social, because everyone's posting on social for different reasons. And if you're in like our kind of space, like your business is not from social media, it's hard because I don't make money on social media. That is not an avenue we pursued at all. Um, doesn't mean we won't one day, but I run a mortgage business and that's all the time I have. And so when you work in that kind of business and social is like a sidebar, an extension of your business where people can go find you and learn about you. Um, it, it, it's hard to know what to post and what not to post about your business. And I think it's important that when you're sharing your skills or accomplishments in the space that you're in, that you're coming off like not being braggy or insensitive to other people that maybe are struggling or not as fortunate because you want to come across as an expert and a professional without constantly saying all the things that you've done. And you don't need to for people to think you're a professional. Once in a while, it's, imp- it's important. And Adri makes me put a couple things out there. And I, I never want to. <laughs> no, I you never don't. want to. You don't. And no. then but the, the, the thing is, if you do it in a tasteful way, not very often, then you get really good feedback, which we you did. do. Mm-hmm. And, and I think to that point, when it's not bragging, people want to celebrate you. I, people want to celebrate your successes. So if you do it in a humble way, I think there is absolutely nothing wrong with sharing those because people want to celebrate. They, people want you to succeed. Um, So as long as you're not out there, you know, bragging about every little thing that you get, people just want to congratulate you, celebrate you. Um, And like I said, just make sure you're not, you know, do it in a humble way, do it in a thoughtful way. And don't brag. Nobody likes a bragger. Nobody no, likes a bragger. Nobody does. You don't need to be posting your brand new car. Like, no, no. I no. Mean, Enjoy it. Enjoy it. You yeah. work hard for it. Yeah. But keep yes. it, yeah, keep it for you. Keep it for That's, you. Yeah. yeah. So there's this question, and I actually saw this today. So I think it's great where I'm interviewing you so we can talk about it. Uh, the difference between what you post on Instagram and Facebook and how you use Facebook differently, because you know, for me, for many, many, well, I don't even know how long I've been on Insta. Not that many years, but whatever <laughs> many years I have. There's like a box you can just check and everything yeah. you post on there copies over to Facebook. Right. And so can you touch on like, should people be doing that? Do you post different stuff on Facebook? And do you need Facebook anymore? Is anyone on there? Right. Yes. Well, uh, yes. The answer to the question of do you need both? Yes, you do. Because the audiences are different. The way that you are looking for the way you go scroll through your newsfeed on Facebook is different than how you do on Instagram. Instagram, we have to remember is a picture and visual platform. Um, You can be scrolling through your newsfeed on there, and you may never read a caption you. So what are we pulling? And how do we create those visuals so that they are impactful and make somebody stop to actually pull the caption and read what we have to say. On Facebook, it's awesome because 
you have an opportunity to connect there, you can link to the website, you can bring value from articles that you've read, um, you can pull in different ways to talk to people, and you should. Now, should you, you know, check the, you know, move the little ticker and, and push all of your Instagram or Instagram things to Facebook? You can. I still, we still um, tweak the caption and, and know the audience. I think it's important to talk to the platform, say Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn, if you're in there, um, craft your messaging and your caption so that you're talking to the audience that's actually there. You know, that takes some time and that takes trial and error. Um, and that's okay. Don't judge your success on the first time you do it. You know, try something and give it some time. Try something for a week and see how people respond to it. Tweak and and go from there. Um, and yeah, one one success or one failure does not make a you know make a feed. Yeah, that's really good advice because. You, we, we definitely have built on stuff that maybe didn't get as much engagement at first, but as your followership grows and as you structure what you say, and I think, you know, talking about engagement, the things that we get the most engagement on are definitely uh, personal posts where I write stuff. So just mm -hmm. because Adri is helping me, uh, like seriously helping me in a way that, I mean, it's really hard if you don't have help to be on social, um, yeah. the way that we are, I don't even know how you could, but, um, I still write my stuff. Like, you know, mm -hmm. when there's a long post or a story about how I'm feeling, that is something that I wrote because we found that when we tried to kind of pre-structure it and not have as much words, um, or me like really diving in and, and writing stuff, we didn't get as much of engagement. But when I took the time to really, uh, edit the post and write more information and share more of my heart, that's where we get the most engagement, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. your followers wanted more of you. Absolutely. See, they, they do like me. They, they, they do. Like <laughs> and, they, and they showed up and that's where, yeah. and they engaged when they felt like they were getting an authentic you, they were here for it. Yeah. Right. So when you do stuff that's too, like just too canned, like out of the box and you're just posting stuff and there's not, a, you, you don't get, you don't get the engagement. You actually have, it takes time to really write stuff for people to engage with you. It does. And if you have an ultimate goal, if you set a goal, it makes all of those things easier to track because you can say, you know, if I, if I, if I talk about this topic, does it, does it work towards our ultimate goal? Absolutely. Yes or no. If it's a no, you drop it. If it's a yes, you keep going. Mm-hmm. There's so much. I feel like if you guys love this episode, you're going to have to um, let us know because we could go into so many more details of exactly what to do when, what to post, topics that we use, um, and just so much. I mean, we didn't even get into IGTV. No, I know. Just scratched the surface here. It barely did. But mm -hmm. I think, you know, the takeaway is really you've got to be honest, authentic. You know, you can use old pictures and tell stories, but just stay present in the moment of your life, okay? As, and then 
post later. You can have an amazing feed as long as you're being authentic, providing service and value to your followers. So I always ask myself, you know, before I post something that's promotional, who does this serve? And if you're, if you're serving your followers, then they will feel that. And then bring joy and inspire others just as you're inspiring yourself. Because a lot of the things that I'm posting out there, I'm digging deep, you guys, <laughs> to write that stuff, <laughs> to get that content. And I'm learning and growing as a person as I hope I'm inspiring others. So just be real. And I think the important thing is to share the whole person so that people can actually connect with you. And then you have engagement and they continue to follow you through what you post, through your career. Um, and you will eventually get business from it. If you go out just trying to get business, depending on what space you're in, you might not be as successful as growing a brand um, and serving your followers. So it goes back to your ultimate goal of relationship building, right? Mm -hmm. This is 100% yes. relationship building. That's the way that you approach it. It's yep. the longevity of it. Yes. And, it and, you know, our mission statement of how may we serve you? Yep. So I guess, you know, just remember present is better than perfect. Just show up, just start somewhere. Your voice and your presence is needed. So post, you guys, post. post. Like, start somewhere. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks so much, Adri. You're coming back for a cameo. So um, thank, thank you for having you so me. Much. That was great information. Hey, you want to hang out with me more? You can find me at sarahnicolereilly.com. And if you need some more real in your life, check me out on Instagram and Facebook. Sarah Riley, Senior Mortgage Advisor, NMLS 180007. Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, NMLS number 2289, is an equal housing lender. This is not an offer to enter into an agreement. Not all customers will qualify. Information rates and programs are subject to change without notice. All products are subject to credit and property approval. This show is brought to you by the Riley Home Team with Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. For those of you who don't know, I run a successful mortgage business and have had the privilege of helping thousands of families finance their dream home. It is so crucial to have the right team assisting you, not only so you have a great experience, but more importantly, that you're making a sound investment that reaches your long-term financial goals. We have become one of the top mortgage teams in the Northwest by providing the highest levels of knowledge, expertise, and service in the industry. I always say you only know what you know, and because we've done it all, we know a lot. If you want to talk to anybody about financing, I'm your woman. You can find out more about my mortgage business at RileyHomeTeam.com.